Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Realms of Peril and Glory. This episode is a preview of our Patreon-exclusive series, Viva La Revolution, which plays the one-page RPG I'm a Lover Not a Fighter by Grant Howitt and Chris Taylor. If you'd like to hear the rest of this series, then you can sign up to the $8 producer tier on our Patreon. That is patreon.com slash lightandtragic. As of this episode releasing, all of the episodes of this series are available to listen to right now. So why don't you go head over and in the process support us and continue allowing the show to exist. Thank you so much and enjoy the episode. Realms of Peril and Glory will begin after these short messages. Calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine erstwhile monk-turned-traveling-medical-investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. We'd like to thank our patrons, Terra Torres, Lavender, and Lost with Two Faces, for their support in making Realms of Peril and Glory possible. If you'd like to join them and continue allowing Realms of Peril and Glory to exist, then please head over to patreon.com slash lightandtragic. There you can also get some incredible perks like ad-free listening, bonus shows, and a lot more. Again, that is patreon.com slash lightandtragic. Welcome one and welcome all back to Realms of Peril and Glory. I am so excited to be here with you today because we are playing I'm a Lover, Not a Fighter, an incredible hack of Honey Heist by Grant Howitt and Chris Taylor. We are going to be exploring France during the French Revolution. Maybe. Is it historically <laughs> accurate? Probably not, but it's going to be very fun. Could I am here time. today with Elizabeth Campbell. Hello, uh, I'm Liz Campbell, and today I will be playing Lady Victoria Amantes, otherwise known in her secret revolutionary role as Lady Victory. <laughs> Maddie Searle. Hello, I'm Maddie, and I will be playing Voleur de la Coeur who is a uh, pronouns they, them, an amorous, scandalous thief. Oh. James Barbarossa! Hi there, I'm James Barbarossa, uh, and I will be playing Rufus the Uproarious, a large, vaguely Slavic warrior from a far-off land. <laughs> and joining us for the very first time, it's Rachel Smith. Hi, I'm Rachel, and I will be playing Belladonna von Fronan. And uh, don't worry about the accent, it's happening. We're all committing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm already very pleased at the turn that this episode has taken. <laughs> it is time to get out our accents and let the games begin. Oh, God. <laughs> right, okay. First and foremost, I would like to introduce you to the French countryside beautiful, lavish, and in the distance you see the village of de Gaulle. A simple village, a modest village, thatched roofs, beautiful cobbled streets, all surrounding the massive 
fortress of Palais de Gaulle. And first and foremost, I would like to ask you guys, what mission have you just come from? Mm. And how are you arriving in town? Um, I think we uh, ooh, stopped uh, a convoy trying to smuggle out nobles out of the country. Um, they, they, they tried to uh, disguise themselves as peasants, uh, but we saw through their terrible ruse. Um, knocked it down and uh, seized, uh, seized the gold and art and everything they were trying to take out with them. So um, we've now been able to, uh, I don't know, dress up in their fancy digs to, to come attend this party. Oh, you, fancy digs. Amazing. You know a country's border. It's sort of a construct, you know. If I am stronger than border guard, border does not exist for me, no? I walk across, I go where I want, you know? <laughs> Rufus is the philosopher of the group. Yeah. <laughs> I've worked it out. Yes. It is a it construct. It's going to be so hard to maintain a French accent with you going Russian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think I have a, um, a similar philosophy. It's if I am uh, sexier than the border uh, guards and yeah. I can seduce them, then uh, that is uh, I can also um, overcome the construct. No? Yeah, this makes sense. Yeah. Absolutely. Personally, I believe that we are so blessed to have just been allowed to Go wherever you wish. And that is our luck in life. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> each of you received a letter privately recently from a young woman named Annalise, who you believe. Uh, will not believe you know to be a former lover. And Annalise from the village of de Gaulle asked for you to join her at the local inn, the Tattered Soulier. Oh my god. Because <laughs> she desperately was in need of your help. Uh, Lady Victory, uh, could you read this for me? I cannot read French. I can read. I can read, but I cannot read French. It is amazing how many languages you cannot read for someone <laughs> who claims repeatedly to be able to read. Ah, uh, <laughs> yes, I am a most impressive man. <laughs> Can't read in 45 languages. You're right. You're right. Uh, um, all right, um... I'm a non-polyglot. <laughs> non-polyglot. <laughs> What's the opposite of a renaissance man? <laughs> or a monoglot? <laughs> uh, is it um, a recession man? A recession? <laughs> I am a recession man. <laughs> Bringing culture back several centuries. Uh. <laughs> well, it seems that uh, Annalise uh, requires a presence at the uh, Tatarsoulier. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. I will remember that. Yes. Well, you notice, uh, you notice, Lady Victory, that um, you've received the exact same letter. Oh, from I see. We all got individual letters. Individual uh. letters. I see. Rude. <laughs> it's, uh, I mean, I suppose maybe she doesn't know that we all hang out, but like, um, like you guys got this one too, yes? Yes. I hold it up oh, to the yes. group. Mui. That is exactly the same as mine. Quite strange. Ah, mm. uh, Annalise, I remember did, you. Wait, did. I'm, I'm rather uh, uh, put out that she did not individualize each letter to make sure it was more personal. Yeah, you Seems know. Seems like she's very desperate for help rather than uh, our company. It takes a long time <laughs> to write letters, so I, I have heard they have a long stick with many quills on it that you just move over four pieces of paper and write the same letter. You know? Rufus is also our engineering scientist. Ah, ah. 
I don't know much, but I think I know a lot of things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and thinking you know something is the main part of the battle, no? Duh. <laughs> which which one was the least again? I have forgotten. <laughs> the most I, beautiful uh, brunette blonde redhead I have ever met. Oh yes. <laughs> She Did had she had so many features on her face. Ah. <laughs> yes. Oh, uh, yes. She had eyes. I remember her having eyes. As I recall, she had some number of arms and legs. Ah, yes. yes. <laughs> oh, such fond memories. It is all coming back to me now. <laughs> yes. When you touch me like this, and then you whisper like that. <laughs> She had the voice of a of an angel. If an angel was being strangled, yeah. she definitely had. I remember her having a voice. Um, <laughs> yes, ah, good old Annalise. She <laughs> was from some uh, country. I don't know what was yes. it. Um, Wales. Let's <laughs> <laughs> go and absolutely. Fuck yourself. The exotic land of Wales. Yeah, Wales. <laughs> it is where she was from, huh? The most exotic. The most exotic flower that we have ever seen from Wales. Why did I let you guys vamp? What? And I cannot wait to hear her accent again, flawlessly portrayed. It's so beautiful. So, so well. Beautiful and flawless. <laughs> So melodic and delightful, <laughs> like a beautiful hymn sung in the valleys. <laughs> well, that's not happening. <laughs> Perhaps we must remember. Who knows? We meet a lot of people. I think I think a Welsh accent might be punching down. <laughs> <laughs> because the rest of this is so respectful. Hey, yes. you can't punch down on the French. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> they were literal imperialists. Yeah, it is true. So describe to me how you guys roll into town and rock up to the Tatard Soulier. I assume we just stole the carriage. Oh yeah. From the rich people. I mean, I th- I think uh, <laughs> bringing in my character description flawlessly is a segue. Um. Lady Victoria always dresses in kind of noble riding gear. Yeah. Um, uh, because, well, I mean, why wouldn't you have you had unlimited choices? Um, so I think uh, she'll take the reins and uh, we'll rock up in the carriage that we just seized. I love it. So you guys rock up, you know, you up to up the cobbled streets you smell the fresh baked croissant and baguettes and other french pastries ah france <laughs> um wafting through the air and you arrive at the local inn the tattered soulier uh which is a very funny joke if you know french um <laughs> i swear <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> it's not funny. It's just insulting. Um, and you arrive at the door, and as you open it, you come into this kind of dimly lit room. There's very few windows. They're grimy, and the light coming in is, like, streaming through several layers of grime. It's to almost make uh. it feel like it's, like, dusk suddenly. Reminds me of my home country. <laughs> Candle lights <laughs> flicker on the table, and there's a handful of patrons dotted around on the tables. And the one person who stands out in this room is a young woman in what could only be described as an excessive dress. <laughs> a dress. <laughs> the natural dress of Wales, yes. <laughs> With the hat. I'm not doing a Welsh accent. That's canon now, Zach. You know you that Wales has been conquered by France in this universe. <laughs> <laughs> and that is the law now. Oh, yes, yes. I, I remember that, yes. <laughs> yeah. That would explain why there are so many very strongly Welsh-accented revolutionaries around <laughs> France. <laughs> ah, half the people in here are probably Welsh. 
Yes, I am Welsh. Hallo. Okay, and you see this this excessively dressed woman. She's got a bonnet on as well as like tulle on her dress. Like she is puffed sleeves and she's just kind of sat there awkwardly with like a goblet of wine just kind of nursing it. And you all it, recognize it, her as yeah. Annalise. Right. Yeah, by her blonde brunette redheaded hair. From each of you sharing an incredible evening with Mademoiselle Follet. Follet. Can I look around this tavern to see how many other patrons appear to be holding identical letters? <laughs> uh, yes, you absolutely may. Uh, I'm not going to make you roll this one. You you see that there are... Um, hmm. Actually, no, do do, do me a... Uh, let's say a lover roll. And anyone who wants to do me a lover roll may do me a lover roll. I have failed. Oh, no. I got a one. I have also failed. Uh, Rufus is on. Valeur de la coeur. Oh, I might as well, uh, if everyone else is having a look around. You do not have to, if you do not want. Mm, I think, uh, actually, Valeur is just uh, very chill. Not really um, not looking around very much. Not caring much about what is around. No. Rufus. Duh. Uh, duh. <laughs> Uh, you, uh, Lady Victory, noticed that um, there are a few letters on the table in front of Annalise that uh, they appear to be crumpled or slammed or ripped or <laughs> burned. Like, it appears that there has been a line of several individuals who have come through, <laughs> realized the circumstance, and just... Left in a in a storm in a huff. I guess they couldn't read it either. <laughs> Perhaps expecting something different than uh, than they were originally anticipating. Rufus, one of the things that you notice in this mm. tavern is that a couple of the patrons tucked away, but not like not too obviously. Because uh, cause they can't display this publicly, have a red like sash or like um, ascot thing, like a scarf, uh, and you know this to be the telltale sign of la révolution. Ah, uh, Lady Victory. Um, there's a lot of uh, very particular fashion in here, you know. Yeah. Yes, I see. Well, it looks like we might have uh, multiple friends in this inn. Mm. Shall we begin with Annalise? Well, you do that. I'm going to find somebody to arm wrestle. <laughs> Let me know when you've worked out all the brain stuff and I'll be back. <laughs> I assume this is how we enter every pub, yes? Yes. Um... Yeah. um all right. Um, well, I'll stride up to Annalise. I don't know if the rest of you are coming along. Oh, uh, hello. Uh, oh, uh, Lady Victoria, it is uh, so nice to see you again. Oh, oh. Are the rest of you following as well? <laughs> going to sort of like slide up behind oh. Lady Victoria. Oh, look. Bella Donna, I, I was not aware that uh, you two know each other. <laughs> I'm going to exchange a, a a fleeting glance with Belladonna, and we assume a Charlie's Angels-like pose on either side of Lady Victory. Oh, Valeur de la Girl! That's great! You guys are good friends. Hello, Annalise. Oh, cool! I love mm -hmm. it! I'm also here, but I don't think you and I had a thing. Rufus is also here. Rufus, I mean, no, you were more tender no. and, and you wanted to cuddle, I remember. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I'm a big cuddler. He says as he's as he's throwing people yeah. down with arm wrestling, <laughs> just like people flying through the air. Um, this is a bit awkward. I am sorry for uh, 
the circumstance. <laughs> I, as she's speaking, I start picking up the other letters on the table and just looking at them. Yes. I um, just shrug. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I, I am rather in a bit of a pickle, a cornichon, as you could say. <laughs> um, I, look, I need some help. And I did not know what else to do. It would appear that my other acquaintances are less willing to help than I had previously anticipated. And um, therefore, I would like to ask if you might be willing to, I don't know, sneak into Fancy Ball and rescue my mother? Maybe? Darling Annalise, uh, I don't know how much you remember from all of us, but uh, we are very important people with very important political machinations that happen. Yeah, I don't know, you know, your mother, she goes to a ball. I mean, what is in it for us? The pride of a job well done? Do better. Oh, right. um, <laughs> I don't work for pride. Alright, um, look, my mother... We're not looking for things to put in our portfolio. <laughs> <laughs> arm wrestle, arm wrestle, arm wrestle. Yeah. Are you looking for exposure? <laughs> no, I am done. I am out. <laughs> um, <laughs> Does she wink when she says that? <laughs> is that exposure may be part of, uh, of any job we do, but it is not the sole purpose. Okay. <laughs> um, look, um... It does not pay my bills. If you all, I can't yell at Rufus from across the room. This has to what? be. <laughs> this has to be a private conversation, Rufus. Don't worry, I'm listening. No, <laughs> not from there. Just me bottle of Smashing. meat, bottle of meat in one hand, shirtless, arm wrestling a buff guy in the other. Downs the maid, slams the hand, begins aggressively making out with the guy. <laughs> <laughs> This is like Rufus all over. He is a distractible. Ah. He's, he sees a pretty face and he cannot help it. And they cannot help it either. He likes to wrestle. He likes to wrestle. This is true. <laughs> all right. Well, I'll tell all of you, all right? I, I want to get a walking stick and uh, use my cravat to tie a bottle of vodka onto the end of it and then dangle it in front of Rufus's face <laughs> and lead him back over to us. Uh, what, what is? Yes, Rufus, come here. He's a good boy. Yes, yeah. come here. Yes, yes. Come on. Come on. Oh, hey, what? It is time for a conversation, but you can have this where we talk. Oh, okay? I hate those. I know, I know, but you can, you can do it. I believe oh, in you. Okay, all right. <laughs> just sucking on the bottle of vodka like a toddler in the corner <laughs> <laughs> literally stick like a nipple on it like. uh, uh, mm. alright what my mother was she's not being held um, she's being held against her will she was she is a famous inventor a doctor ahead of her time by many, many ways. Um, I'm, I came home one day and she was gone. And there was a letter from the Baron explaining that she would be returned when her work had been completed. And look, <laughs> the work that my mother is doing could be devastating in the hands of the, um, the bourgeois. She creates, um, how you say, um, weapons. Very powerful. Unlike anything you've ever seen. And it is, this is a big secret, but, um, I believed that the Baron is um, attempting to force my mother to create her uh, discoveries for the bourgeois to use against the revolution. If I believe 
the revolution would be grateful if you recovered the inventor, my mother, and the invention, the weapons. Well, my interest is certainly piqued. How do you propose that we uh, get into this fortress? Well, it is um, just the night for the situation. The Baron is holding a grand masquerade ball. He is not telling any of his guess why they are being invited but I think he is planning to showcase the weapons to show off the power of the bourgeois now that the revolution is gaining such popularity so if you are able to find your way into the ball you could find your way into the fortress what kind of weapon are we talking about here I was not privy to all of the ins and outs of my mother's work, but there were burns all over, all over her workshop. Mm. It looks like something with fire, hot, burning. I don't know, but it is, it is, she was scared of the potential of what she had created. I once tied a spear to a pig and let it run around, and I too was scared of what I had created, so <laughs> I empathize. That sounds very... That was the worst Christmas we've ever had. Ah, I thought it was the best Christmas we ever had. Mm. <laughs> that was my favorite pig. What happened to the pig? And now he is a king, so... It's true. <laughs> He was given that power. Uh, <laughs> Will you help me? You are my only hope. Everyone else has said, Poo-poo, goodbye, Annalise. I only wanted you for one thing. Men. And prefer mother women, to be fair. Mm. Well, if you say this will help the revolution, and uh, When you say... The revolution will be uh, grateful. How grateful do you think they will be? You would have to ask them, I suppose. I don't know exactly the figures. But um, suffice to say, um, you could win the revolution very quickly, I think. There will probably be a lot of um, wealthy people at this ball who might... Uh, it is true. Might have objects on their person that could be easily Lots uh, of removed. Gold. Mm. Free for the taking. So long as my mother comes back, I will take no commission. And, as uh, I am not paying you anything. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is good to know. <laughs> Honesty is very important in these kind of arrangements. I appreciate uh, you being upfront with us about I the mean, lack of pay. Uh, isn't the commission... Your, your mother? I suppose. It's more In like a, a gesture of goodwill that you would get my mother back as well as of all the wealthy people, you know, like uh, humanitarian effort. So what is it? You say there is, is it that a baron has taken your mother? Yes, so the baron is working, I dare not say his name, but for um, the top of the... Uh. Voldemort. <laughs> you know, I get um, you. This is the best ultimate. Oh, sorry, sorry, my Le pronunciation. Roi. Voldemort. <laughs> ah. The king. We are in France. Monsieur Louis. Ah. Le roi. I I spit. <laughs> yeah, I think Voldemort <laughs> also spits. <laughs> and the Baron, he is a strong man. The Baron is a jealous man. He is um, easily led, but a bit of a sycophant. But physi you know physically, I mean. he is a strong man. Oh, no, I think you could push him over with, like, a, a stiff breeze. 
Oh, that's boring. Oh, I'll do it anyway. He has lots of gouts, though. Oh! If that would tempt you. Okay, I'm in. I'm in. All right. Belladonna? What do you think? I suppose if there are rich people that I can relieve of their positions, I shall also come. Yes, fantastic. Thank you so much. I wish you had led with that. It would have made a much quicker decision. <laughs> I will consider that next time, but I thought perhaps... Ne- the wait, next time your mother get kidnapped? Your mother rescued... <laughs> I thought maybe that Again? would be enough, but oh no. Some of us, some of us have never had parents. Does this happen frequently enough that you need to build a strategy for how you, how you <laughs> Every hire Every second people? Thursday is kidnap there day. Is, uh. Have you seen all these letters? The number of men who just said, oh, shall we have a quick cheeky little... No. Get my mother, <laughs> then we'll talk. All right? Um, you're not really my type. You are too small. You said that last time. Oh wait, I went Russian. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot oh, going on. I think this can be. They always go you Russian. Said that last time. Hi. <laughs> well, ah, yeah, you know. I mean, you are a good cuddler. I give you that. The best. When? D'abord, tu vas? You going? Uh, yes. Uh, your mother. How, uh, what does she look like? What is her name? Her how do, name we, how is, do we recognize her? Uh, her name is Dr. Jacqueline Follet. Um, and she, you will recognize her by her. She has very large curly hair. Dark and the lab coat. <laughs> yes. <laughs> With a Welsh dragon on the back. Uh. <laughs> All right. Well, yes. it looks like we might need to get ourselves an invitation to this party. Yes. Um... I make a suggestion. There is, um, this is the in where most of the members of the Revolution uh, partake. Um, I do believe that um, a couple members have access through the kitchen. And there is food in the kitchen. <laughs> yes. I mean. <laughs> This was odd. Well, I will kind of tap the table, stand up, and look around for the red-badged individuals. Yeah, so you see uh, a couple of gentlemen kind of sat. There's some playing cards, uh, and one that stands out to you is this, this gentleman with kind of this long, thin mustache and, like, this long, thin goatee who... Unlike the rest of them who are kind of like hiding their sashes, bandanas, things away. Uh, he's kind of got his kind of proudly tied kind of around his arm. Uh, and uh, he kind of makes eyes at you from across the room and raises his uh, his uh, eyebrows at you. I uh, lift the eye patch that I wear. And wink at him. <laughs> turns out to be my good eye. <laughs> Two good eyes. Is that the Lady Victory? I see my reputation precedes me. You are known amongst our kind. What are you doing in such a place as De Gaulle? Oh, I am uh, simply here with my uh, companions. Uh, this is um, Belladonna, this is Voleur. Hello. And uh, oh, Rufus is arm wrestling again, but he's with us. Just oh, al- hello. <laughs> what? Uh, is something it's, else? You do you, Rufus. You're doing great. Never okay, mind. good. Uh, Belladonna, Voleur, bonjour. Ça va bien? All good? Bien, merci. Bien. And uh, what can I be doing for you? You seem to want something. I see Annalise sit there all day. Different uh, men. I hear things. Well, um, I think uh, we might be looking um, for a party to go to. Oh, very interesting. 
You're looking to get into the Baron's little masquerade. Now that might be something I could procure for you. But it might come at a cost. What is the cost? Eh, it depends what you're willing to pay. I'll see if it's worth it. I take gold or alternatively I take feathers. I look at my friends. You take feathers? Favors. <laughs> ah, you favors. say fucking a chicken, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you grab a chicken ah. out of the window. I already have plugged this one. <laughs> Why don't you be clear what you want? You then just throw the chicken out the window when you realize the mistake. <laughs> Goodbye, Henri. I'm, I'm sorry I plucked you. <laughs> You can shop from anywhere doing pretty much anything. You might shop while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast. And however you shop, we all know and love the thrill of the hunt. But do you also know how to get the thrill of the best deals? Because Rakuten shoppers do. With Rakuten, they get the deals they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Sephora, Nike, and even Expedia if you're looking to get some travel in. And getting cash back doesn't mean you have to miss out on sales because those can just be stacked right on top. It's easy to use and based on a simple idea. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back through PayPal or check. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am thrilled to invite you to Rachel Uncensored, my podcast where I get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. From personal stories to hot-button issues, we cover it all. New episodes drop every Wednesday, so make sure you tune in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored. I'm wearing a very um, ostentatious coat with ridiculous cuffs that cover most of my hands, and I take one of one of the cuffs and brush it gently across this guy's face, and I say, "I'm sure we can come to some kind of mutually beneficial arrangement." And I would like to kind of do a lover role if possible to try Please and do get 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 me get me gussied. <laughs> And I ha- my descriptor is amorous, so I'm guessing oh. that gives me an extra die. Um, I got a six and a two. <laughs> you have to roll below. Yeah, so two is below three. I very gently curl the corner of my perfectly sculpted moustache and brush my cuffed hand across his face and... Um, very gently move closer to him and purse my lips as if about to offer a kiss and then pull away at the last minute. You are a little bit of a tease. What is your name? My name is Voleur de la Coeur. I think that you will find it quite appropriate. Voleur de la Coeur. C'est très à propos, non? Oui, oui. It was not the name given to me at birth, but it is the name I made for myself. I can see that. Alright, I tell you what. If you arrive at the castle, the back entrance, tonight I will have some of my compatriots sneak you into the ball. But it is up to you to look and act the part of the nobles. Am I understood? Of course. We will not be held responsible if you find yourself at the edge of a sword tonight. I'm sure we can take care of ourselves. Thank you, sir. Of course. And you depart, I presume, the tater soulier? <laughs> yeah. But I just met this man. <laughs> Come on, Rufus. <laughs> Just oh. grab, grab you by the back hair and drag I you. I never get up. to have fun. <laughs> <laughs> I think you 
often you always get to have fun. <laughs> oh yeah, that's what I meant to say. Yes, yeah, yes, that's right. Right. I always get to have fun. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys have a little bit of time before the ball. What is it you would like to do? You have some nobles clothing, but you're not sure that you're dressed exactly right for a masquerade brawl. A masquerade brawl? <laughs> Sounds like my kind of party. Oh, I think oh. perhaps we should see if there's any um, mask makers in town who could offer us mm-hmm. the finest, uh, finest visages that we could be um, up here. Agreed. Yes. Well, we will certainly need masks. There are some of these, <gasps> the noble clothes. Um, eh. I, uh... I mean, I think, <laughs> I think uh, Lady Victoria assumes that her noble bearing will carry her off in any social circumstance, as the rich do. So, um, you know, <laughs> yeah, I want to play dress up fine. But yes, we shall need some masks. Wait, what do we need masks for? We're going to a party, Rufus. Oh, well, that's good. <laughs> a masquerade. <laughs> It is the entire point. Ah, masquerade. And uh, if I've said it once, I've said it a thousand times. I know what that is. (laughs) (laughs) It is one of the words you can read. So de Gaulle, because it is surrounded by a castle, is frequently host to many wondrous nobles and bourgeois pigs who love to make their way up to the castle to try and woo the Baron. As such, there are several premium uh, clothing outlets where you can purchase fine tailored clothing. Can you all tell me what it is that you come out with on the other end? Well, I think Voleur is um, going to go for another jacket with similarly ridiculous cuffs, perhaps even longer than the ones on their previous outfit. Um, But uh, the entire jacket is embroidered with gold um, and the cravat is a deep ruby red with a um, emerald pin uh, stuck in the middle of it. And they're voluminous um, brunette locks are topped with a tiny miniature tricorn hat. <laughs> and their, oh, their mask would be, um, are we doing masks as well? Yes, please. Yeah. Um, and their mask will, uh, to bring out the, the green of the emerald, also be green um, with a beautiful intricate pattern of leaves all over it. Mm-hmm. Very small. And of course, leaving space for their excellent, um, very carefully shaved and patterned facial hair to be visible. <laughs> Naturally. <laughs> nah, yeah. So is it just like, it's like a superhero yeah. mask? Yeah, it's just just across the, the, the eyes. So, it's not um, the, full uh, eyes wide shut. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Rufus, what are you wearing? Uh, I think Rufus is probably um, is, is probably um, put on a pair of actual trousers instead of whatever like ripped shorts he usually wears Um, and is wearing a very long um, very heavy very fancy inlaid fur coat um, and still no shirt so just a coat (laughs) no shirt Uh, he's got his massive ushanka on the top what's Uh, that? The Ushanka, it's like one of those uh, big fairy Russian hats. Uh, you know? Yes. Um, and probably an owl mask. You know? Because mm-hmm. I'm wise! <laughs> <laughs> the wisest of us all. Uh. And Belladonna. So you think Belladonna has gone for a sort of rather ambiguous the ambiguously gendered outfit which is including breeches but also quite a big sort of puffy skirt part that fits over the top it's all kind of black but that black that's like oil slick got sort of different colours running through it with a slight sort of hint of very dark green Um, 
and a very fitted like corset style top with very long sleeves and a bit of sort of trailing black lace and as a mask i think she's gone again for very like raven feathers but where you've got this sort of slightly different um colors coming through in the black and her hair is already pinned up in quite an elaborate um plaited hair hairstyle but she's added rather like um though you would in in the 90s those little hair grips that you sort of screw in that have got jewels on them and they're just like dotted Mm. all the way through the hair and in a in a way that catches the light whenever sort of they turn the head gorgeous and finally lady victory what are you wearing? I need a second because Rachel's stolen all my ideas. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the same outfit, but in blue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I shall take the same, please. Um, uh, so I think uh, Victoria uh, continues to wear her riding boots and has swapped out a uh, long velvet coat with a kind of bustled back. Um with its its velvet with gold trim, uh, and a one of those riding top hats with a veil in the front, and the mask she's chosen is the Venetian Bouta mask, which is this kind of white blank face um, from Carnival, uh, and the eye patch is tucked up underneath the mask. <laughs> <laughs> what mask did Rufus have again? Like an owl mask, because he's so wise. Gotcha, yes, I forgot. Oh, great. Some wonderful outfits. So by the time you've all changed into your kind of gorgeous evening wear, adorned your masks, it is about the time to head over to the the Palais de Gaulle. And... um, you climb, there's a hill, a footpath, and a, and a carriageway that leads up this huge hill towards this massive fortress made of dark gray stone with towers shooting out the top. Uh, it, it's kind of embedded into this kind of cliff face. You know, mountains aren't, you know, super common in the area, but there seems to be like something carved out of a miniature mountain in in the local French countryside. Uh, it's, it's beginning to, the sun is beginning to set and you see that the uh, red orange glow of the sun is blocked out by the huge intimidating profile of the Palais de Gaulle, and you follow the directions you were given and arrive just a few steps away from the entrance, the servant's entrance, to the castle. If we are dressed as nobles, why are we going into the servant entrance? Yes, I was uh, thinking that perhaps we can sneak in quickly. Uh, we meet anyone, we tell them that we are, you know, we are the nobles, we play a fun prank where we pretend to be the servants, <laughs> you know. They do like It's a fun do game. They do, is, uh, you know. You know, noble I, uh, shit. Yeah. I, I, I hear the queen's got a tiny farm where she pretends to be a peasant. It's outrageous. <laughs> it's true fact. I was going to say, that fact. sounds like a true fact. Yeah. Just sometimes... <laughs> Sometimes a little bit of education with your entertainment, I think, is, um, you know, it's really mm. worthwhile. It's entertainment. Sprinkle. Yeah, entertainment. Sorry, yes, we we're playing a game. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, what are you guys doing at this servant's entrance? You were, you were told that someone would meet you here, possibly. I think I'm sort of leaning um, as loosely as possible against the wall whilst... <laughs> Examining my very beautiful jeweled dagger that I keep in my belt oh. at all times, just to pass the time. I think Voleur will um, crouch at the door and have a look through the keyhole, if that is possible. Yeah, uh, you uh, just crouch down, spy through the keyhole, and 
Could you roll me a fighter, a fight check, please? Yes. Um, would my thief specialty yeah. apply yeah, yeah, here? Yeah, yeah. Cool. Um, both fail. So, mm. so you don't see as a figure marches down the corridor just on the other side of the door, throws the door open, chucks you down on the ground, covers your new outfit in mud and muck from the stables. What are you doing? You cannot just hang around outside of my kitchen. Hey, girls, we have some uh, intruders here. What are you talking about? We are nobles. You've just covered a noble in mud. Do you, have under, do you have any understanding of what you have done here? If you are nobles, why are you by the servant's entrance? I we think go. you'll find that we can go where we please. Ah. Uh, are, the, are the guards coming? Is this actually happening? Uh, you hear vaguely in the distance there are some guards. I am happy to get the guards involved. I'm pretty sure that uh, assaulting a member of the gentry like this uh, might be enough to, well, at the very least, end your employment this evening. I pointed Falar in the dirt. My beautiful jacket, it is ruined. You shall pay for this. Look how upset they are. All right, all right. I apologize. But That's I think you'll find apology. this palace will not run without me, so... I don't think you will be getting rid of me today. I'm sorry, are we the nobles or are you? I, what? This not much of an apology. <laughs> and you're not much of a noble. How dare you? I am very noble in my homeland. <laughs> if you are really Come. going to be sneaking into this party, you better do a better job acting as nobles. You're lucky I know who you are. Oh, he knows, and he still does this. Yeah, you covered uh, one of their disguises in mud now. (laughs) Yeah, I say cheeky as I barge past him into the kitchen. You're very bad at this, friend. You know that I could not see out the door, right? Like, how was I meant to know that someone was just hanging around on the bottom of the door? But how will we meant to know that you were coming? Uh, The communication in this sort of thing has been very bad. It is a door. It is literally a portal. And how are we supposed to know how this door works? (laughs) You could open doors much more gently so that you do not knock people over when you do it. There is no time to knock, to to knock, knock, wait for door. See if someone is on the other side. I am busy in the kitchen. We have the escort dog going. We have the frogs. Doing. There is no time! Ah, <laughs> uh, the French. You understand, <laughs> alright? So either you get in here, or I will really cause the guard, and then we'll have some fun, alright? That does sound like fun. Let's go, come on. Alright. I, I, I go and help, like, pull Villar up, <laughs> and at the same time sort of dust, dust Villar off and be like, it doesn't, it doesn't look that bad. Are you sure? I, I, no, I, it I, looks feel, fine. I feel dirty. I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> very, very chic. Oh, if you say so, then uh, um, do I do I believe her? <laughs> Roll me a lover check, Belladonna, to see how convincing you are. <laughs> I was gonna say I I have uh, the skill of duplicitous slash lying. So. Oh. <laughs> oh yes, that is. I just a pass. You are you are comforted by the words. Oh, thank you so much. Uh, perhaps I can uh, I can start a new fashion. Everyone will be wearing muddy clothes by uh, by this, by Christmas. It will be great. You know, Valer, you look terrible. <laughs> I kick Rufus. <laughs> well, uh, that hurts my feelings, Rufus. But I appreciate the honesty. Well, I just you know it is disguise. Y- yes. Yeah. Is there any way we can clean this off or get spare clothes from somewhere? Of course. Follow me, please. You, you all. All right. And then she kind of throws open the door to uh, the kitchen where a multitude of cooks are like 
in saucepans going over like sauces and grilling fish and doing all the, you know, the stuff of a French kitchen. You see snails stewing, frog legs boiling, you know, French shit. Um, (laughs) And and, uh, she snaps her fingers and goes, uh, Hello! Attention here! I want two of you. Hey, you, you, get this coat off of this this gentle person. Get it a wash. All right, right now. All right, these are our noble guests, and they are not to be trifled with. Am I understood? And you just hear them parrot. Yes, chef. Or we chef. <laughs> um. Uh. And uh, you see two kind of members of the kitchen staff. Uh undress uh, you uh, or at least take off your coat and start scrubbing it kind of in uh, uh, the laundry basin that's kind of on the other end of the room and try to get some of the muck out but you you do think that your coat might have a few stains. (laughs) Is there like a porter or a dishwasher or something just hanging about? Can I sidle up to them? Yeah, yeah, of course. There is, uh, there is uh, just this kind of skinny boy with this kind of really big bulbous nose who just looks at you. <laughs> I don't know, my friend. I didn't mean to interrupt your work. I'm sure you're very busy. I, yes. Uh... Can I help you? <laughs> I was uh, just wondering if... Uh... Well, I'm sorry, I would love to chat, but I will cut straight to the point. We, uh, we're here looking for a friend of ours. I was wondering if you had seen them. Oh, who is your friend? I don't know any, any fancy nobles like you. Oh, I promise you I am not quite so noble, and I give a cheeky wink. Oh, I don't um, know what's it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I am looking for a lady, a uh, quite a smart one, wearing a doctor's coat, Welsh flag on the back. <laughs> As canonically established, so. <laughs> the province of Wales. We are aware of the French province of Wales. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's quite a coup. <laughs> What a specific takeover. <laughs> England was fine with it. Yeah. Which, which, be, which you'd think would be surprising, but it actually makes a lot of sense. Why do I feel like England would be fine with it if that happened now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, um, roll me... What, it, what, are you lover right now? Are you thinking, just trying to... Yeah, I'm trying to be persuasive. I'm not threatening him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think go lover with this young, gentle boy. I've rolled a one. Ooh. Um, sometimes I, I am asked to bring um, goods like, um, like food and uh, mechanical parts to a room downstairs where um, sometimes there is a woman there. I think I've seen her with the hair and the coat. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know her name, but um, sometimes you, that happens. You said downstairs. Where uh, Where in this fortress, uh, you mean? Just there is a um, position. If you go through the ballroom and then out through the study and then... Oh, I'm not sure if I should be telling you this, but uh, you're a noble. You, you won't get me in any trouble. <coughs> Will you? Of course not. No, you are being extremely helpful and I am very grateful. Thank you. Um, no, there is... If you just... um. There is a um, statue where if you turn the head, a bookcase opens and you can go down the stairs and she's down there. Thank you. This statue, what is this statue of? Just wondering. It is of um, the most honorable King Louis. Ah, yes. Long may he reign. (laughs) Long live the king. 
Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. I don't wish to interrupt your uh, dishwashing anymore, but uh, thank you. You've been most helpful. Yes, thank you. All right. Um, and then um, the um, uh, the chef kind of comes over her and she... Uh, mon, uh, my name is uh, Marie Dupont. Do not bother me tonight. All right? Am I understood? You do your thing, I do my thing. Is that cool? Uh, can I ask what, what is your whole deal? You let us in, <laughs> but you're rude to us, you push us over, then you make the chef do stuff for us. I I'm don't the understand. Chef. Right, no, but the, the, the smaller chef. my team? The littler chef. The littler chef. I just lean over to Rufus. Yeah. I think he's just the French. They just, he's, he's like a whole mood. But she, she, she help us. Why is she helping us? help you because I think perhaps we need to go a little to King Louis. But uh, right. perhaps uh, I don't like everyone I work with. Isn't that right, Jacques? We oui, chef! <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Jacques. Yeah, well, hold on, what has Jacques done? Jacques is a piece of shit. He slept with my brother and then broke his heart. Oh, well, uh, you, you know, I think these things happen. <laughs> You're a piece of shit, Jack. We chef. <laughs> you know, I, my instinct was to get involved in that whole situation, but I think I might not I, do it maybe now. Maybe we should rescue this woman. Where is everyone at with their lover and fighter stats? I'm, f- I am four lover, two fighter. I think I'm, I'm back at- to three three. Okay. I'm three three. Yeah, three three. So, so- Marie. Um, kind of clicks her fingers. All right, I'm going to escort our guests upstairs. Are you done with that coat? We chef. And they uh, kind of clear out the coat of any water. It's been dried. There's still a couple stains on it, but it's much less substantial than before. And they redress you, voleur. Thank you very much. I appreciate your efforts, but my my eyes say this is terrible. This is the worst thing's ever happened to me. (laughs) All right, let's go. And uh, Marie um, escorts you up a winding set of staircase that, you know, they spiral and then they go up very sharply in, like, the right direction. Then you find yourself on a floor. Then you just immediately go to another set of stairs going completely the opposite direction to where you were going. And then up another spiral set of staircases, you click clacking up through the bowels of this palace. And then you arrive at two lavish double doors where on the other side, you can hear the beginnings of some revelries happening. Uh, And she turns to you all and says, I have to tell the butler that you are here. What names am I giving the butler? Rufus! Uh, <laughs> that was that was my first instinct as well for you. The uproarious. Rufus the uproarious. Ah. Uh, I will go as um, Lady Victoria Cluellen, um, the now very French name. <laughs> Victoria Cluellen. Cluellen. <laughs> You're trying to break me, aren't Say you? It. Llewellyn. How do I pronounce that? Always. How is that spelled? That's it. Uh, Double L. (laughs) Double L. Llewellyn. 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 Exactly how it sounds. Llewellyn. It's a very common French surname. (laughs) All right. From the French provinces of Glamorgan. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Belladonna. What what name am I giving for Uh, you? Baroness von Fulnarum. Uh, Evolor, what am I calling you? I am Paul. This is John, George, and Ringo. Fluellen. Call yourself the Baron and see what the actual Baron does. Ah, that is a good <laughs> idea. That will yeah. be fun. Very quick to, that- to create conflict. <laughs> uh, I will... Uh, I, I go by no name only at sight, sir. You may call me the Scarlet Croissant. Uh, I have one of those ones. It's making me throw up. <laughs> so Mary just uh, ducks through those double doors and then uh, a moment later pops back out and says, They will 
call you in momentarily. And Marie uh, dips away back into, uh, down the stairs to the kitchen. And you hear on the other side of the doors, Presenting Rufus the Uproarious, Lady Victoria Huel Baroness von Fornown, and the Scarlet Croissant. And the double doors are thrown open as uh, uproarious music is played. And you are escorted by a couple of stewards into a grand ballroom complete with multiple massive chandeliers, two arching double staircases up to a seating area, and a dance floor in front of you. A band plays the strings, and we will find out how our characters investigate the ball next time on Realms of Peril and Glory. We'll see you then. Right, guys? Where can people find you, starting with you, Rachel? Uh, yes, I I can be found on Twitter at smithy underscore smith, and I am there a lot, usually tweeting about my obsession with terrible Arctic tragedies and anything else that's crossed my mind that week. So <laughs> it's a fun time. Come join me. Liz, where are you? Um, I'm on socials at Liz X Campbell, and of course you can also listen to me uh, in the first season of Realms of Peril and Glory, uh, the Veil Campaign. Yeah, James, where are you? Uh, you can find me uh, at Barbarosaphone on Twitter, uh, but you probably shouldn't. Um, but I would like to plug um, just get, just hugging your friends, just giving your friends a hug, <laughs> if that's okay. Can I plug? You just can hugging plug your mates? hugging your friends. Uh, and Maddie, where are you? I am on Twitter at Maddie underscore abstract, and you can find out all the stuff I do podcast-wise in my pinned tweet, which is a link to my Podchaser profile, including, of course, like Liz, the first season of uh, Realms of Peril and Glory. Yeah. Uh, you oh, can- I'm in that too. <laughs> he's not. He's lying. He's oh, not. No, sorry. I don't, I don't remember a character, no. character called James. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you can find me personally on Twitter and Instagram at ZachFG. And of course, the absolute best way that you can support the show is by heading to patreon.com slash light and tragic. That being said, this, I believe, is going to be Patreon exclusive. So... <laughs> well done. Thank well you. done for being <laughs> Thank here. Thank you and for thank supporting you. us the best way you can. Uh, and of course, you can follow the show at Realms Pod on Twitter and Instagram. There will be a merch link in the podcast description where you can get some absolutely wicked Veil and other season merch. Uh, and it's just pretty good. Uh, we will see you next time for the thrilling continuation. Bye. Bye. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests where we talk about all sorts of topics, and sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot-button issues, and it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.